Welcome to the podcast. You're listening to the Talking Friendship with Mike D podcast. I'm your host, Mike D. Season two, episode seven, Jack and Nolan Tate, aka the Tate brothers, aka the co number one ranked nephews in the state of Michigan, nay the United States, nay the world. But before we get to that, a couple ways to follow and interact with the podcast. First, Twitter at Friends of Mike D at friends of Mike D, all lowercase, all one word. Shoot us a DM. When I say us, I mean me and the trusty podcast staff. Also email the podcast with any questions, requests, feedback, praise, criticism. That email address is talkingfriendship at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingfriendship at gmail.com. All one word, all lowercase. We'd love to hear from you. Please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you could, please rate and review the podcast. I'd appreciate it, and the podcast staff would appreciate it. So last week was a point fiver. It was the second point fiver of season two. So that's season two, episode 6.5, featuring John Baker, one of my dearest, dearest friends on Cleaning to the Beat, songs to clean to the beat to. If you have not listened to that point fiver, get in there, listen to it, and take your cleaning game to the next level. It was a lot of fun, and I hope those of you who have listened enjoyed it. Corrections, though. There are some corrections, and there's some extremely embarrassing ones to both the podcast staff and myself that I need to own up to, we need to own up to. These are, frankly, mistakes that should not still be happening in the second season of this podcast, but they are. So the first correction was actually flagged by Season 1, Episode 8 guest Heidi Segan, who's also a loyal listener to the podcast and relates all the way back to Season 2, Episode 2, featuring Zach Williams. So for those of you who have listened to that episode, which is an impressively high number, actually, uh, but it's not a shockingly high number given the episode and Zach's overall quality as a human being. Uh, You heard us going to what we described as a 4th of July BBQ at Heidi and her husband Mike's house in that episode. Great story. One of my, uh, I think the first place I talk about meeting Zach and, and building the foundation of our friendship together. Well, Heidi let me know that that BBQ was actually a Memorial Day BBQ in late May and not a 4th of July BBQ. So while the BBQ did still have a pro-American theme, it was not for the U.S. of A.'s birthday. And instead, it honored those Americans who lost their lives fighting on behalf of the Stars and Stripes. So it was the wrong holiday. I should have known it. Zach should have known it. The staff should have known it. We apologize. Now, these next two corrections relate to the most recent episode again, which was episode 6.5, the point fiver with season one, episode four guest John Baker on songs to clean the B2. The staff wanted me to point out that we have been hearing story after story from listeners who have used last week's episode, episode 6.5, as the soundtrack to not only clean up their physical spaces, but also in some cases their lives overall. And we love to hear feedback like that. However, There are two mistakes that must be corrected from that episode. Mistake number one, as John and I are discussing our process for choosing the songs that ultimately are featured in the episode, John mentions he had created a Google Doc, which he found helpful, or excuse me, John mentions that I had created a Google Doc, which he found helpful for organizing our lists. Well, while what I created was indeed helpful, it was not a Google Doc, but instead a Google Sheet. I'm actually putting this one fully on John and not myself or the podcast staff. John is very successful professionally listeners, but I hope his attention to detail at work is a little better than it was in that instance. The mistake was actually flagged 
by John and his lovely wife, Gina's trusty dog, Jimmy, who barked in an audio email to the podcast. The staff translated it for me. Jimmy flagged it. Thank you, Jimmy. We love that you listen. Mistake number two, also from last week's episode, episode 6.5. I referenced a trip I had taken to Ireland when talking about the song, The Moon and the Sun by William Onyeba, and note that the trip took place in 2017. Well, it was actually 2018. Not sure how I messed up the date of one of the most amazing trips in my life. This one's fully on me and not the podcast staff, many of whom I learned later were in different parts of Ireland themselves when I was off visiting the Emerald Isle back in 2018. On to what's going on with me, what's going on with Mike D. I'll tell you what's going on with me, listeners. In my favorite show from 2020 is back. That's right, Ted Lasso on Apple Plus TV starring Jason Sudeikis as Ted Lasso, coach of the AFC Richmond Greyhounds and English soccer team. It's back for season two. Those of you longtime listeners to this podcast know how near and dear the show Ted Lasso is to me. And this is born out in season one, episode 7.5 of this podcast, where I pay respect, homage to the show in the best way I know how. If you haven't listened to that point fiver from season one on inspiration, I encourage you to do so. If you haven't watched season one of Ted Lasso, it's time to do some serious soul searching. And once you've found said soul, jump on Apple Plus TV and start catching up for Pete's sake, or should I say for Ted's sake. So I had the pleasure of rewatching some episodes of season one with some friends recently before starting to dip into season two. And let me tell you, it more than holds up. I'm sure this will not be the last time I discuss the show Ted Lasso on this podcast, but if you want to feel better about your life, then get into it. So as I mentioned earlier, My guests for today's podcast are the dynamic brother duo, Jack and Nolan Tate, who also happen to be my nephews. If you haven't met these two fine young men yet, so full of positivity, charm, and future promise, you are in for a treat. But before I play our multi-layered conversation for you, I want to warn you that these two gents are younger than your typical Talking Friendship with Mike T podcast guests. I don't want to spoil how old they are, as that is one of the many hard-hitting topics we cover in the episode but I will say their ages are both single digit numbers and talking to them in the podcast studio got me thinking back to some of my favorite jams aimed at kids of their age from when I was younger. So I'm going to quickly take you through five of my favorites. These aren't in any particular order, but instead just five songs I loved in my younger years that are now best enjoyed by people the same age as today's guests, but not exclusively enjoyed by those people, those ages. Anyone is free to listen to these jams. They are great. Starting at number five, we have Skinamarink by the immortal trio Sharon, Lois, and Bram. So Skinamarink, the initial version of this song was written by Felix Feast and Al Piandosi for the 1910 Charles Dillingham Broadway production, The Echo. Since the title is literally gibberish, it has had various spellings over the years. Now in Canada, the song was first popularized by the children's music band Sharon, Lois, and Bram, who first released it on their debut album, one Elephant, Do Elephant, and then sang it on the famous Elephant Show. Skinamarink became their signature song. Now, I don't actually remember much about the Elephant Show, but I do remember this jam. So please enjoy a short snippet of Skinamarink by Sharon, Lois, and Bram. Skinamarinky-doo, I love you. Skinamarinky-doo, I love you. 
Number four is the absolute classic Wheels on the Bus. Again, don't have too much to add other than this song was written by Verna Hills and published in 1939. It's a popular children's song in the United Kingdom, also here in the United States, Australia, and Canada. I know those of you global listeners out there in those countries, I know you know it, and probably in many other countries around the world. It's often sung by children on bus trips to keep themselves amused. It's kind of on the nose. Uh, It has a very repetitive rhythm making the song easy for many people to sing in a manner similar to the song 99 Bottles of Beer. Uh, It is based on the traditional British song, Here We Go Round the Mulberry Bush. So the version I'm going to play a clip of for you today are by two members of Sesame Street, probably my two favorite members, Bert and Ernie. Enjoy the bus ride, folks. Hi, Ernie. Hi there, Bert. Why are we standing on this street corner? I thought you said you had a surprise for me. Well, I do have a surprise for you, Bert. And here it comes now. But Ernie, that's just a big city bus. That's right, Bert. We're going to ride on that bus. But, but Ernie. Jump on, wait, Bert. But, here wow. we go. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round all through the town. The engine on the bus goes vroom, vroom, vroom. Now at number three, we have Itsy Bitsy Spider. So Itsy Bitsy Spider, also known as Incy Wincy Spider in Australia and Great Britain, uh, and several several other similar sounding names around the world, is a popular nursery rhyme and finger play that describes the adventures of a spider as it ascends, descends, and reascends the downspout or waterspout of a gutter system. It is usually accompanied by a sequence of gestures that mimic the words of the song. Fait accompli, listeners. I haven't exactly treated spiders with very much kindness throughout my life. Now, I don't want to get into specifics, but let's just say when I cross paths with one of these eight-legged critters, things usually don't end well for the spider. And for that, I am sorry. Spiders, I apologize to you officially here on the Talking Friendship with Mike D podcast. A couple of you have bit me over the years, but that's no excuse for my behavior. So to try and make it up to you, I'm playing you your anthem as a peace offering. Now, the version you'll hear here is actually sung by the delightful Lisa Loeb, who I've also seen recently in a very amusing Geico commercial. So please enjoy Itsy Bitsy Spider, as sung by Lisa Loeb. The Itsy Bitsy Spider went up the water spout. Down came the rain and washed the spider out. Out came the sun and dried up all the rain. And the Itsy Bitsy Spider went up the spout again. On to number two. And what we really have here may have been my first anatomy lesson and maybe some of yours first anatomy lesson. And that is head, shoulders, knees, and toes. So yeah, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. The song was documented as early as 1961. It is often sung to the tune of There is a Tavern in the Town, although it is sometimes sung to the tune of London Bridge is Falling Down. 
Now there's generally only one verse with lyrics similar to head, shoulders, knees, and toes. The second line repeats the first line, both in words and melody, and the third line has a rising tone. You guys know this song. It's a classic. Now what I want to know is how many of you did this dance when you were a kid, the head, shoulders, knees, and toes dance? I did. It's one of my favorites. And I also want to know how many future doctors first developed their dream of becoming a doctor while listening to this jam. Now that's impossible to know. Well, if you're considering med school, I hope hearing head, shoulders, knees, and toes as sung by the Sunshine Superstars puts you over the top to go ahead and apply. Listeners, we are on to number one, and all I can say is, butterfly in the sky, I can go twice as high. You guessed it, listeners, we're talking the theme song to the beloved television program, Reading Rainbow, as hosted by LeVar Burton. Now, those of you who are unfamiliar with Reading Rainbow, I kind of feel sorry for you, but some of you may not be familiar with the show. It's an American half-hour educational children's television series that premiered nationally on PBS Kids in 1983 and broadcast until 2009. Uh, yeah, that's called a run, folks. The show's theme song was written by Steve Horlick, Dennis Neil Kleiman, and Janet Weir. Yeah, so over the th- show's 23-year run, it went through three versions of the song, but the version I'm going to play for you today is the original version. It was performed by Tina Fabrique and featured one of the first uses of the Bukia synthesizer in a TV theme song. This was groundbreaking, listeners. Uh, actually, and what's also pretty cool about the song is that the original opening sequence of the show which consisted of an animated butterfly transforming the surroundings of young children reading books into animated fantasy lands was drawn at old father studios in lawrence kansas on the university of kansas campus and animated by the late michael sporn shout outs to my good friend joss dicer a proud kansas grad and james park a huge ku fan so while i know the fine teachers at st francis cabrini elementary school in allen park michigan had a lot to do with me learning how to read, as of course did my parents and the show Sesame Street. I'm giving at least partial credit to the Reading Rainbow theme song for always getting me charged up to crack that next book. So please enjoy a bit of the Reading Rainbow theme song. If any kids are listening who are skeptical about whether learning to read is worth it, my advice is to go for it. Mr. LeVar Burton would definitely back me up on that. Butterfly in the sky, I can go twice as high. Take a look, it's in a book, a reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. Friends to know and ways to grow, a reading rainbow. On to today's guests. That's guests plural. You heard that correctly. Jack and Nolan Tate, as I mentioned, these two are the fortunate sons of two top-notch people and my sister Colleen and her husband Rob. And although Jack and Nolan are my blood relatives first, I consider these two true characters two of my favorite people as well as friends. They shoot you straight when you ask them a question as you're about to hear. 
So without any further introduction, I present to you my very illuminating convo with the Tate brothers, Jack and Nolan. Welcome to the podcast. You're listening to a special edition of the Talking Friendship with Mike D podcast. I'm your host, Mike D. I have two of my favorite people here in person today in the Talking Friendship studio, Nolan and Jack Tate, who also happen to be my two favorite nephews. How are you guys doing? Jack, how are you? Good. Nolan, how about you? Good. All right. First hard-hitting question how old are you guys? How old are you, Jack? Two, three, I mean four, I mean five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you kind of threw the listeners for a loop there. I like that. Nolan, how old are you? Three. Three, five and three. So you guys are chiseled veterans of the podcast scene. I like that. So so Jack, who else is here with us today? Is it just you two or is, is anyone else here with us? Mommy and Daddy. Yeah? All right, that's great. And who else is in your family? Besides your mom and your dad. Zeke. Zeke. And who's Zeke? Is Zeke a human or is he an animal? Is he your doggy? Yeah. Yeah, it's, Zeke's a good dog. Um, what do you, uh, what's what's your mom's mom? Who, who's that? Kali. But what's her mom? Who's her mom? Kali. Gigi. Gigi? Yeah. And Gigi. And then who's who's Rob's dad? Who's your dad's dad? Gopa. Gopa, yeah. And and you have, don't you also have some cousins? Charlie and Nevi. Oh, cool. And where do they live? California. And you also have cousins in Alabama, right? Liam. Liam. Liam, absolutely. Um, and is it true that you have two Uncle Mikes? That's a rumor out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, what what's what's the name of your city? Where do you live? What city? Michigan. Michigan? Michigan's an amazing state. I know. Beautiful hell. Bloomfield, you nailed it. Good job. And you live in a what you live in a house or do you live in a tree house or a regular house? What's your house like? A regular house. And does it have anything in the backyard that's fun? Wiffle balls. Wiffle balls? What about anything where a you pool, could a, a pool, a pool, a pool, a pool. A swing set. And a swing set? You have a pool and a swing set? Mm-hmm. You guys sound like you're living the lap of luxury over there. It sounds like a pretty sweet place. I love it. Do you have your own bedrooms? Yes. Jack, do you? Jack does. He has a bunk bed. He has three beds. Three beds? Jack, is that true? <laughs> three beds. Wow, that's pretty cool. I don't have one. So what have you guys been doing this summer that's fun? Went to the beach. You went to the beach? Wait, play golf. Play golf? And swim in a pool. Those sound like pretty fun things. What about you, Nolan? What have you been doing that's well, fun? We didn't go to the beach while we went golfing, and we went swimming two times. That sounds like a good number to go swimming. I also heard a rumor that you've been going to camp. Is that true? Yeah. We're going to two camps. Two camps? But now, Mommy signed for us for more. Now we're going to go to full camp. That is a, that's a large number of camps. You guys are going to be expert campers by the end. 
Is it also true that you were playing on a soccer team? Yeah. Yeah. Jack, Jack playing on his soccer team at his school, but number's not mine. That's pretty exciting. Now, who would you say are some of your friends? Do you have any friends at your school or at camp that you, you, you like to play with? Kind of. It's on my, on my soccer team. That's one of your friends? Yeah, um, and Aiden and James. What do you like hanging out with Connor and James? Why do you like to hang out with them? No, Connor's my... Well, Connor's my boy because he's going to be on my soccer team. What, 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 that's, that's awesome. They sound like great guys. What, why do you like to hang out with Connor? What, what makes him fun? Hunting for toads. Hunting for toads. Now that sounds like the kind of activity that would be fun. Well, well, we, we every day let toads in and try them down the slide. Oh, well, drag, put them on the slide. That's a classic move with toads. Well, well <laughs> we, we find dirty walnuts and put them in dirty water. And then, and, 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 and then, and, and, and like, and then nip and then put these in there. That sounds like a kind of backyard activity that kids get into these days. One of my favorite memories of, of you two is when I get to come over to your house for Christmas. Christmas? Hella. And and on Christmas, I get to stay the night at your house, right? And what do, uh, what happens on Christmas morning? Santa comes. No. He doesn't, Jack? No. Yes. Santa comes and we'll sleep in. And what I love about being at your house is when we wake up on Christmas morning, I, you guys let me play with your toys. What's our, what are some of your favorite toys? Well, the garbage trucks. The garbage trucks. You guys, I've heard about the tape boys that yes. you are big I garbage love, truck fans. I love garbage trucks. And, and, and no, no, yeah, no let me. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a fire engine. I, I, love, I love all the trucks. And all the cars. Listeners, as you're hearing, Nolan and Jack are passionate about trucks. They're passionate about cars. I've been to their house. They are experts at playing with trucks and cars. I can attest to that. Now, a few other questions I'd love to know, and these listeners want to know this. What is your favorite food? What is your favorite thing to eat? Pizza. Pizza. Jack was Pizza strong. and banana and apples. Pizza and banana and apples from Nolan. Pizza from Jack. We've got commonality in the pizza. And you also like some and fruit. And ice cream. And ice cream. What flavor? What flavor, Jack? Oh, I love vanilla. I want more. I want all. All all the flavors. That's fair. That's a good. That's a good answer. I got. I want all the flavors too. Yeah, why well, choose when it comes to ice cream? That's fair. Now, what is your favorite thing that your dad cooks? Eggies. Eggies. Okay. Okay. Nice. Green noodles. Green noodles. green noodles. I hear your dad makes some mean green noodles. I have not had them yet. I'm going to have to try them. And what about your mom? What's your favorite thing that your mom cooks? Eggies. Also, eggies. That's an option, too. They're both both parents being able to cook eggies, I think, is a good thing. What about you, Nolan? What is your favorite thing your, your mom cooks? Well, mom kind of cooks eggs. Can we go now. We, Jack Jack is, is giving me the signal of wrap this thing up, Mike. I've been on the podcast. You've only negotiated with my agent for, for 20 questions. You're getting close to your limit. All right, a couple more questions, guys. Who is faster at riding their bike? Me, because my bike is very fast. I heard your bike is very fast. What about you, Jack? I heard your bike is very fast. Is that true? Mine is faster than no, no, and 
No, my is faster than yours. I think we're going to go with the tie there. We have equally fast bikes for the Tate boys. Yeah. All right. One, uh, another couple questions. What is your favorite TV show to watch? I like Train to Macho Trucks. And I like garbage, real garbage trucks. And then YouTube garbage trucks. And Listeners, you're hearing a theme here. Garbage trucks are something that are beloved by the Tate brothers. And I, I, I think it's a passion of theirs. I love it. All right. What do you want to be when you grow up? Jack, we'll start with you. What would you like to be when you grow up? Garbage man. Garbage I man? Garbage man. Fair enough. A, a noble profession. Nolan, what about you when you grow I up? I like fire trucks. So when I grow up, I want to be a fireman. Fireman. I think those are awesome professions and perfectly, uh, perfectly good answers when you're three and five. Last question. Last question of the, of, of the podcast, guys. Go blue or go green? Go, go blue. Go green. Whoa, whoa. Nolan and Jack are disagreeing on go blue versus go green. I think Jack, as the older brother, is a bit wiser here. So I'm going to have to defer to his answer. Guys, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. You drove yourself here in your own garbage truck, which is pretty impressive because you live in Bloomfield. So I just wanted to say thank you. And I look forward to going to the park with you in the next three minutes. Bye.